everyone. Nothing? <laughs> I was expecting that to like set you off or something. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> I was just, uh, I was like mildly uncomfortable though, but. Uh-huh, good, no, good. I'm, I'm good that's, for the most part. That's, uh, I was, I was hoping to make you violently uncomfortable, but I guess. Guess I got to change things up. I mean, it made time. me uncomfortable enough to get like a little bit of a rise in my pants, but oh, nothing, okay. nothing too violent. <laughs> Good. <laughs> All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. 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 You are listening to Hunting Pixels, the one and only official video game podcast of Culture Pop. We have quite a show for you today. Uh, we're back with yet another special edition episode. Um, in case you're unaware, in these episodes, we break down a specific topic in detail. This episode is dedicated to the recent Nintendo Direct, and we will go into it in depth. I am, of course, your host, the one and only Bebop man, Josh McMullen, and I am joined, as almost always, by one of my two co-hosts, Austin. Josh forgot the nickname, Stevens. (laughs) You're right. Uh, How's it going today, man? So uh, going all right, bro. Spent spent a good part of the day out in out in nature, doing nature things. Believe it or not, I you're right. I don't believe you. I have pictures to prove it. I so I saw your uh, I saw your post in the Discord the other day, and I was like, that's got to be photoshopped, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way somebody sent him those, and he just dropped them here. He didn't actually go there. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fucking stoked. I, I found this really cool spot. That's like not behind a uh, like a like a toll park like a toll place for the parks. Uh, so you can just pull your car up there and just fucking walk down and it, like it's almost like the way the rocks form there are just like perfect for you to just sit there and dip your feet in the water and just relax and just vibe. So I'm gonna start going nice. to that spot at least like once a week and just sit there to like clear my head, and just sit there in nature. Nice. It's over. Uh, is it over by like Buford Dam? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Right up in there. It's kind of scary because it is Lake Lanier, so, you know. Yeah. Probably some might run up on Fish Head or some wild shit going on in there, but. Or, you know, dead bodies. I mean, there's also that. You know, <laughs> apparently people think that there's a there's like a Loch Ness Monster situation going on in Lake Lanier, and I don't think that that's even, like, remotely possible, but whatever. Uh, what do I know, right? I mean... I doubt it too, considering it's a man-made lake. But yeah, you know, yeah. anything's possible, right? I, I like. I think uh, there's a Facebook page for it, and uh, people are saying that it's like um, uh, somebody went to like Florida and bought a pet alligator and then dumped it in there when it got too big and it like mutated. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know about all that, but. I'm sure, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there were fucking alligators in there. Because, <laughs> like, you got to think, dude, people fucking go down to Florida and buy them as pets because they think it's cool. And then they realize, oh, shit, this is a fucking alligator. This motherfucker's getting huge and they got to dump it somewhere. Yeah. So I wouldn't I, be shocked. I I hope that that's not the case. But, uh. Oh, yeah. it definitely oh. is. <laughs> it definitely is, dude. <laughs> like. <laughs> Because, like, uh, you know, people say that uh, the people who, like, survive almost drowning in Lake Lanier, they feel like something's pulling them down. Could be a yeah, fucking that, alligator. Yeah, that's, that's the ghosts, man. 
Oh, yeah, there's that, too. I sometimes forget about that. There's, like, what? <laughs> isn't there, like, 20-something cemeteries that are just buried underneath underneath the water? Yeah, something like that. And, like, That's they... Um, fucking terrifying. I, I don't... So, uh, apparently, what had happened with the whole Lake Lanier situation is, like, the government bought land... And they were mm-hmm. like, we're going to make this into a lake, and there's kind of nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And um, so the people who lived on that land were told to evacuate and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But apparently some of them – and I don't know how true this is, again. Like, yeah. I would assume that the government I, – I would have to assume that the government wouldn't like – Just allow know, people to stay there. Yeah, while they flooded it, but – the the story is that uh, some people did not leave, and so they got mm-hmm. flooded out and drowned. Dude, there there are so many like conflicting stories about Lake Lanier too. Like there are stories that it was a uh, that it was a sundown town. Uh, there are stories that it was a uh, predominantly black only community, and that's why it was flooded. So there's so many fucking different variations of what actually happened there that we'll probably never fucking know. Yeah. This shit got crazy. Well, uh, one thing we do know is that this uh, Nintendo Direct was kind of bonkers. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, and it was, uh, when was it? Was Thursday? Uh, Last Thursday? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was the first one since June, which was actually the E3 show. Um, we got a ton of information and a lot of really great looking games. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today and uh, what the next several months of Nintendo looks like. Um, so we'll go ahead and start uh, this. We'll, I guess we'll break it down. I have it listed here chronologically of all the things that happened. So yeah. um, we'll start with how the stream started, and that was at a look at Monster Hunter Rise uh, expansion. It's called Sunbreak and is set to launch next summer. Um, I'll go ahead and give the floor to you because I don't really like Monster Hunter, <laughs> and I don't have much to say other than... Yeah cool more monster hunter um so monster hunter rise was one of the few games from this year that i actually did play um i didn't finish it i don't even think i got like halfway through the main campaign or what little campaign monster hunter games actually fucking have um and like it's cool but like at the same time i also think that like that that's a really long time to wait to support a game. You know what I mean? Like they have, as far as I know, I'm, I'm not super like, I'm not super into monster hunter. Like I'm not super enveloped in like that fan base and that community. So I don't fully know what's happened with that game since launch. Like, I don't know if they've been sprinkling little things, uh, for players here and there, but like over, cause the game launched in February, I want to say, because I think it was it was either the week after or the week before Persona 5 Strikers launched. So it was in February or March. Um, now that I think about it, I actually do want to say it was the first week of March. Uh, but, like, over a year seems like a long time to start adding support content for a game. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless this is going to be, you know, 
um, uh, some massive fucking expansion similar, uh, I guess similar to what, uh, what was it? I think it was called Iceborne for Monster Hunter World. Yeah, I think, I think it was something it was like that. So unless it's similar to that, you know, maybe it's this huge, huge fucking expansion that like really needed that time. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the game had trouble keeping my attention because it, it's a Monster Hunter game. There is real, no real story. You're pretty much just hunting things and skating them alive for new weapons and fucking cosmetics. And that's kind of the whole premise of the game all the way through. Um, it's fun for like 10 or 15 minutes at a time. And then after that, I'm kind of like, mm, okay, I'm going to go play literally anything else. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That That's cool for the people who are, who are super fucking into Monster Hunter. And yeah. the presentation was awesome. Like the fucking little CGI video they showed, that dragon looked fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved the end of the trailer. I was like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm Very sure Monster nice. Hunter fans are stoked after that. Yeah. I, I wish that I cared. And I... <laughs> I same. I don't know. I, I just... The, here's my thing with Monster Hunter, right? It... As an adult now, I can't do what I used to do as a child. Yeah. And when I would play games as a child, specifically JRPGs, it was always grinding. Yeah. Always grinding. And that's what Monster Hunter is. And I don't It's just a never-ending grind. Yeah. It never and, fucking stops. And the thing about those old games is they, they had an ending. So, like... Yeah. Eventually, I would stop. But... For sure. Monster Hunter just keeps going and going and going. But I, I will say though that for uh like for people who want to get into Monster Hunter but like don't like that aspect of Monster Hunter, um they do have two games. I think the first one came out on the 3DS and the second one came out a couple of months ago. Yeah, uh, the Monster stories Hunter are... stories I've yeah. heard is fucking fantastic. So, I might have to get on that cuz uh, my buddy Caleb picked it up. He said he he fucking he played the demo and he loved it enough to immediately buy the full game after finishing the demo. So I might have nice. to give that give that game a shot. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, following that, we got a new look at Mario Party Superstars with a release date of October twenty seventh. So uh, I love Mario Party. Um, mm -hmm. Even the bad ones, I really enjoy. Um, but there was something about this one that um, stood out to me in the trailer specifically. Uh, I noticed there was like a little like Halloween type mm -hmm. level. Um, and that immediately I thought was like super fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, but there was, oh, Horror Land. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um. But uh, there was also, like, I'm pretty sure there was a new mini game that they announced with it. Um, and weren't there, I feel like there were, there was one other update. I'm blanking on it right now. Um, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I, I yeah. don't remember off the top of my head. I'll have to, I yeah, I'll have to do the same exact thing. But the the new the new levels or boards are really cool i i dig those and um i'm pretty sure that i'm relatively positive there was at least one new mini game yeah so uh i am 
I'm not excited about this because I don't get really excited about it or, or like Mario Party games, but like I definitely am going to play this yeah. at some point. Um, do you have any any thoughts on it? I'm uh, so <clears throat> I hated the last one like abysmally. Uh, uh, was that the one that uh, was on the 3DS or was that? No, it was the first one they released for the Switch. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I it was fun for what it was, but like. I'm pretty sure that game only had like 12 mini games total and only like six of which were available to play online. And mm. it was just like there was just so little to fucking do that. Like even when I had a like friends over and like we were all playing it like we after like an hour, we were all like, yeah, let's do something else because this is kind of fucking boring. And on previous Mario Party games, you know. I, me and my group of friends, we we could play that shit for fucking all night long, honestly, because there was usually just so much to fucking do, and the last game just didn't have that. And it really looks like Nintendo learned from that and was like, okay, well, you know what? Here's everything. Here's mm. just everything in this Mario Party. So I'm excited for this. This is going to be a super cool like party game to play with friends or whenever we have get-togethers over and you know make a drinking game or or. Uh, <clears throat> smoking game out of it if that's what you're into. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it looks super fun. I can't wait for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. You had the date wrong though. It's the 29th. Oh, weird. I must have copied the information wrong or something. I only know that because I just watched the trailer as I was talking about it. Oh, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Um,. So the voice of cards, the island or the Isle Dragon Roars mm-hmm. was next on the docket. Uh, and this is coming from Yoko Taro, who was the uh, lead creative behind the Nier series and the Drakengard series um, and Square Enix, obviously. Uh, I can't remember. I, I wrote release date was shown, but um, was that right? Did they show the release date of the trailer? Um I believe that they did. Okay. I'm like, I remember, I I know that they had a little stinger that said that the demo dropped. Yeah. Like, or it was like a demo is now available or whatever. Uh, Um, yes. Uh, October 28th, October 28th. Okay. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why is it dropping a day before Mario party? That is super weird. Like, and Ugh. there's, dude, there's so many games dropping that weekend. Like, there's, because I'm pretty sure that's the day Guardians of the Galaxy drops too. Yeah. That and there's another, right. there's another AAA title that's dropping that weekend. God damn. Just too many fucking games. Dude, yeah. Cause uh, me and Madison were talking about it. That weekend is going to be fucking heavy for, for, uh, fucking gamers. Cause there's a lot coming out. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you actually played the demo on this. What did you, what did you think about it? I downloaded the demo. I have not. Oh, you haven't played yet. it. Okay, okay. I put it on the I put it on the dock because I I, I was ninety percent sure I was going to get to it, and then I ended up playing Persona Four Arena all night. <laughs> um. Oh, well, fair enough. Which that fucking game is way more fun than it has any right being. Um, but I'm I'm super into tabletop TCGs. I fucking love Yu Gi Oh. I love Magic. Um, and this game kind of like 
like the quote unquote battle sequences they they it feels like magic the gathering like it at least it looks like magic the gathering mm-hmm. everything else you know looks entirely fucking different but like the actual quote unquote combat is to me very reminiscent of magic the gathering so i'm super into this uh like i said i have the demo downloaded um i'm hoping to get to it tonight if i can i would really like to but i'm i'm excited for it i'm excited to see if i actually like the demo or not if honestly if i like the demo i'll probably just go ahead and pre-order it from the e-shop yeah okay uh, I, I i mean i don't care <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing in this in this part of the the direct that really intrigued me specifically with like with this game was the um the artwork on the cards i think looks really really nice mm-hmm yeah, I like but work a lot too. I I I would think that if I'm going to play a TCG, I would much rather just play an actual TCG. Yeah, the the artwork on the cards, oddly enough, reminded me a lot of. Um, oh fuck, dude! I just had it in my brain, and now I'm not going to be able to think about it. Um, Octopath Traveler, Traveler. It reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of like that art style, and I really liked it. Yeah, I I yeah, I agree. Um, that that's really the only thing that intrigued me though. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm probably going to skip this one, um, like I have already skipped the next thing on the docket. Yeah. Uh, so Disco Elysium: The Final Cut uh, got a release date release date for the Switch of October twenty sec- second, uh, and there is going to be a physical release of the same or of the Final Cut released uh, early next year. They didn't give an exact date on that. So, um, I keep hearing that this game is really, really excellent. Mm. Uh, and I might finally give it a shot on the switch. Mm. Um, but I also am at the point where like I've skipped over this for almost a full two years now. I don't know if I actually will get to it. Yeah. I, it looks cool, but it also kind of looks like I would get bored of it after like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't look like it would be able to retain my attention for that long. Um, I would probably try this as long as it doesn't get Nintendo taxed. If it does mm. that, then I mean, if it, if they drop it on the eShop at a full 60 bucks, no, I'm going to pass. I'm not. That does not look like a game I'm going to enjoy paying full price for. Yeah, oh, uh, hang on. Let me see. I feel like I saw a price on this. Um, also, I think the way it's launching is weird. Like, that's, I don't know, that's kind of odd to me that it's going to drop on the eShop on, what, the 22nd, and then a physical release slated for early next year. Mm. That Like, why? why is that not happening at the same time? Uh, yeah, it doesn't have a price tag, but I, I would assume that this is a forty dollar game uh, yeah, because I feel like I'm it's been forty dollars on everything else. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But you know Nintendo. Yeah, my fucking Nintendo. They're like, oh, it's on our system now, but you gotta pay sixty bucks for it. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it wasn't um like when they released the Assassin's Creed Three Remaster on Switch. Was that not? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was a full sixty. I have no idea. I feel like I remember being mad about that. Yeah, uh, it's possible, but I sounds like Nintendo. 
Yeah, I don't remember. Um, well, then we got to look at the new Hyrule Warriors DLC that is part of the expansion pass. It's the second expansion. Um, I did not write down what it was called because I did not care. I don't um, think anyone else did either. Yeah, did you played this uh, Age of Calamity, right? Yes, I uh, I did play it. <clears throat> I don't. I think I got like really close to finishing it, and then I just dropped it. Um, mm. So I don't know. Maybe I'll go back to it. But the story, just like a lot of people thought, it was cool how they did the whole fucking time paradox bullshit. I kind of thought it was a cop out. I when I bought this game, I wanted to see the calamity happen. I wanted to mm. see what led into the ruined Hyrule that we got at Breath of the Wild, and that is not what this game does. This game acts as a prequel, but also somehow a fucking sequel at the same time, and I kind of hate every minute of that. Um, it, uh, the, ga- the game pretty much ends with uh, somehow them having the ability to bring people from the future, and they brought in the four guardians that you helped in Breath of the Wild to come fight with you and their ancestors in Age of Calamity. Mm. And, like, you stop Ganon at the end of Age of Calamity, so Breath of the Wild technically never even fucking happened. And I hate that. I hate every fucking bit of that. Um, So I didn't finish it, and I I don't care about this DLC at all. Yeah, I I mean, fair enough. I just think that that whole game was a fucking cop-out. Yeah, I'm, I like several of the Muso Warriors releases that have come out, like Dragon Quest Warriors. Mm-hmm. I haven't um, played that one. I really want to, though. I, I, I liked it. Uh, Fire Emblem Warriors was fun. The Gundam uh, yeah, Warriors were great. I, I've actually never even played. Oh, wait, no. Like the ones that were on like the PS3? Yes. Yeah, those games are fucking fun. Dude, they're expensive um, now. They're so expensive. I fucking bet. Um, Yeah, I'm just not... I like what I like Mm -hmm. from them, but, like, this one has never appealed to me. So, I don't know. For sure. Um, Well, following Hyrule Warriors, we got an announcement for a new kart racer called Chocobo GP. Um... (laughs) That's a Final Fantasy thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't care about it. I I, I kind of am like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, it's such a random thing. It's Yeah, it's so random. I There was a Chocobo racing game on the PS1, um, and I never played it, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I knew that it existed. And I like Mario Kart which this looks like Mario Kart. It looks very similar. Uh, like, I mean, even down to like what it looks like, the drifting animations kind of look the same. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, this is a weird one. Um, I don't know what the fuck square is doing. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I think they're just making cash cows at this point. Yeah. I just, I don't know. This seems like a weird move. I, cause I, I mean, it might sell, but I don't see it battling mm. with Mario Kart. You know what I mean? So, who the fuck knows? I think um, it'll. I think it'll sell really well to the, to like the hardcore Final Fantasy like purists. I think yeah. that will be this game's entire demographic. But 
I have a feeling this game will fall off at within a month after release. I don't think it's going to be talked about for too much longer after that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. I think I'm with you. But who knows? We could be wrong. This could be one of the Final Fantasy spinoffs that, in fucking twenty years, it cost eight hundred dollars to get a copy of. So who fucking knows? Go crazy with that. Yeah. We'll see. We. We'll see. <laughs> in 20 years, I'll probably forget that game ever existed. Uh, you know, a lot of people probably will. <laughs> um, just like everybody forgot that Jokobo Racing on the PS1 was a thing. <laughs> Literally. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> uh, so um, the next thing was a weird uh, kind of like Cog delay yeah, a big cock tease um, where the uh, I, I don't know who is the, the face of the um, the directs, but the guy who's always standing out there. Yeah, he basically came out and was like, oh, hey, just so you know, we won't be doing anything with Smash. Uh, it'll be revealed in a, or the final Smash fighter will be revealed in about two weeks mm-hmm. on a um, uh, Sakurai presents thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that happened. <laughs> I I know you don't care about Smash, but like I'm super excited for that because I love Smash. Um, there's so many possibilities of who it could be. I honestly, I really hope from the bottom of my fucking heart that this is it. I I hope they don't do what they did with the last one, and it's like, oh, by the way, pass number three is coming. Like, don't do that. This man needs a fucking break. Give mm. him a break, please. Let him rest. He's done enough. How long uh, has it been since Smash launched? Was it 2018? Yep, it was December of 2018. Yeah, so this will be three years running. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's he's been working on DLC characters the entire fucking time. Yeah. Which so, I, I low-key still hope it's Sora. Okay, I was going to say, do you have any uh, ideas of, as to who it would be? But I'm still fighting for Sora. I think Sora would be a really cool inclusion for Smash. I know that there's a lot of people who bitch about Smash Ultimate having too many sword fighters, which is fucking ridiculous, because out of a roster of like 85 characters, there's 17 sword fighters. Calm the fuck down. I mean, that's still a lot, <laughs> but that's not the majority of the fucking roster. Like, all the toxic Smash fanboys like to make it fucking out to be. Um... But I, Sora or Dante, Dante, I think would be really fucking cool. Mm. And uh, considering all four, or I, I think Devil May Cry Four is on the Switch. I know that the first three are, but I don't know if four is. Um, but considering he's got three games on the Switch, why the fuck not? I mean, they brought in fucking, uh, God damn it, what's the guy from Final Fantasy, Sephiroth. They brought in Sephiroth and just surprised the fuck out of everybody. Um, I mean, Minecraft Steve was a fucking mindfuck that nobody saw coming or even expected to work, but Steve is one of the most busted fucking characters in that goddamn game. Um, So, yeah, Dante or Sora would be cool. I can't really think of anyone else. Um, I used to think, uh, I used to want Zero as a playable character from uh, Mega Man X. I always thought that mm. would be really fucking cool, but he has an assist trophy, so that's not ever going to happen. Yeah. 
but we'll see. I, I'm really hoping that it's nobody that people want. Like, I really hope it's just a complete fucking curveball that nobody expected. Yeah. It's just soft I, Rye himself. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm wondering, I've heard rumblings for a while about Master Chief possibly coming to Smash. I've, yeah, the him and Doom guy. And I, I don't know about Doom guy fitting in, but I feel like Master Chief could mm-hmm. uh, potentially fit in. He could be fun um, for sure. He could play maybe a similar way to how Mega Man does. Yeah, that's that's what my thought would be as well. But I don't, I ha- I don't have any fucking clue because I do feel like this entire roster uh, has been like of of the second pass mm-hmm. or whatever has just been like what the fuck. And, uh, because I am pretty sure it started off with Sephiroth, right? No. Like, uh, this roster started off with uh, <coughs> COVID. Um, this roster started off with uh, Min Min from ARMS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You're right. another random <laughs> fucking inclusion. Um, and then we got fucking Steve from Minecraft, which, like, what the fuck? Oh, God. I mean... And then Sephiroth, and then even in pack one, there were a lot of people that nobody, like, nobody expected fucking Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, not at all. Nobody expected fucking Terry. <laughs> fucking Terry. And I, dude, I remember watching the fucking Game Awards when they announced Joker, and I didn't even know who that fucking was then. But now, knowing what I do about that franchise, that... That's a complete mind fuck that that was even ever on the table. Yeah. That was a really cool fucking trailer, though. I don't know if you've ever seen the Joker announcement trailer for Smash, but it's fucking awesome. Nah, I haven't. I'll I'll have to check it out for sure. It is such a rad trailer. It literally just looks like a Persona trailer, and then it leads into Smash, and everybody in the crowd was just... Because I remember how, like... Had just how much the entire crowd at that game awards that year was just screaming their fucking brains out. <laughs> oh boy. Um Yeah, so uh we got that little thing, right? And then they followed that up with a look at Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um and they gave a release window of spring of twenty twenty two. Um, I haven't played a Kirby game since Kirby's Epic Yarn on the Wii U. Um, and I'm pretty sure there have been like two since then. I think. Um, yeah, this one kind of looked cool, uh, because it looked almost open world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that they like, they, said afterwards you know that it that it isn't or anything like that um but the whole world is in 3d which is something that kirby has never done uh kirby's always been the side scrolling like 2d sort of thing um yeah i don't know this looked interesting for sure uh, i I don't know what to think of this, honestly. <laughs> I'm a, um, I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Like that, that is going to, uh, I mean, I, honestly, that'll probably be a day one purchase for me. It looks really fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm right there with you. I, 
Again, I think my my thing is I just I don't know like I don't really know what to th- what to think of this because it kind of so like the trailer right opens with like Kirby like washing up on a beach mm-hmm. and then like the next thing I remember seeing I don't remember if this was like back to back but what was like him walking through like this almost like overgrown city mm-hmm. um so I'm like is it post apocalyptic <laughs> like yeah. like what the fuck is going on here um Kirby washes up after COVID-19 ran <laughs> right uh, but yeah it just this looks really interesting. This is, I think, Nintendo showing something new with their properties, which is something that I don't think that they have necessarily done in a while. Yeah, um, a hot minute. I, I think you could make a case for, uh, I, and uh, again, I haven't played it yet, but you could, you could make a case for the, um, uh, the what's it called the. Um, shit uh bowser's fury from like that additional game mode that's been on uh that was on the super mario 3d world that released earlier this year Mm -hmm. um because it's something completely different from what they've been doing with mario for a while now um and i i mean you could probably say that breath of the wild was like a big departure from what they had been doing with Zelda at the time, but it still feels to me like Nintendo has this like, Oh, well we're going to continue doing what we do sort of like mentality. Yeah. And this looked fresh and exciting mm-hmm. for sure. So I agree with you. I'm pretty fucking hyped for it. Madison's super excited for it. Oh yeah. She like Kirby. Uh, I, I don't know if she's ever played a Kirby game or not, honestly, but she said it looks really cute. She said it looks fun. Yeah, yeah. I've actually does. never, I've never played a Kirby game. Really? Nope, never. They're a lot of fun. It looks rad. Might have to hop on that. Might have to do it. Um, the next thing was they showed a bunch of like little smaller things, kind of thrown back to back. Um, and I figured we'd talk about them all at once because they weren't much of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing they showed was Animal Crossing. Uh was getting a DLC in November with a direct for animal crossing coming October. Um, the next thing was a new free Mario golf, uh, update that actually went uh, available later the day, um, that the event happened. Then we got an announcement of Disney magical world two, which just looks like a port of the three DS game. Um, is coming to switch this holiday season. And then the final thing was the original KOTOR, not the remake. Uh, is coming to Switch on November 11th. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't... I don't... Like, the Disney Magical World thing, I know I'm going to end up buying that for Josie. That'll probably be a yeah. Christmas gift. Um, KOTOR is cool, but, like, if you haven't played it by now, it's probably something you just don't care about. Yeah. Because I mean, you can you can go on any fucking Xbox right now and buy it off the marketplace for like five bucks. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on Steam for a ridiculously low price. Um, there's a fucking mobile port of that game. Uh, if 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 you haven't played it by now, it's probably because it's just not something you care about. So I, 
that's that's an odd choice for me. Um, I wonder if that's going to be a digital only release. They didn't say anything about that. If it if it gets a physical, I'll buy it. Hmm. But if it's a digital only release, I've I've played Kotor so many fucking times that I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Um. And then I I definitely don't give a fuck about Animal Crossing or Mario Golf. Yeah, I, so I haven't played the new Mario Golf. I like I like the Mario Golfs, um, but I haven't played this one. So yeah, this one didn't. I just don't like golf, man. Uh, I mean that's fair. Um, the Animal Crossing. Weren't you just saying something about how like they haven't updated that game in a while? Yeah, it's been a minute, and a lot of people were really disappointed at E three when Nintendo didn't even acknowledge that that game existed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, the last thing I'll probably say is about Kotor. Um, this looked like Kotor, like it looked untouched. So, like you said, if you haven't played it already, um, mm-hmm. well. I guess now's your chance, but also why haven't you already played it? Cause it's available on other platforms elsewhere, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, following that up, we got news that, uh, dying light two is coming to the switch in a cloud edition on February 4th, uh, which I have to assume is the launch date for every console. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't checked into that. So, uh, also, the first Dying Light is coming to the Switch on October 19th. So, um, have you played Dying Light? I have not. Okay. So, Dying Light is a hell of a lot of fun. It looks cool. Um, I really hope that... I mean, the game is a 2016 game, 2017 game. So... It is a little bit on the older side. Um, so I'm not sure that it would have much trouble being ran on the Switch. But I kind of hope that they do the same treatment as they're going to do with Dying Light 2, where it's a cloud-based version. Because I feel like the game would really suffer from a uh, lack of technical fidelity like i feel like if you drop under like if you're if you're pushing the switch to its uh, like limits and you have like um you know frame rate drops and shit like that the gameplay experience for this game in particular would be completely ruined yeah i can so uh, that's what my hope is but i I mean, that said, it is a relatively old game, so maybe it won't have much trouble running on the Switch. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, I don't know. It. How how do you feel about that? Um, I'm a little worried that I'm a little worried that the game is going to suffer because there certain ports just don't. They're not good. Like. People bring up, oh, well, the Switch can run The Witcher. It can run anything else. Uh, can it run The Witcher, though? <laughs> right? It struggles. It's not good. Like, it's not fun. I, I don't know why people make that comparison because, like, 
just because the Switch can, you know, successfully boot a game up without fucking frying doesn't mean it can run that fucking game all that well. Um, yeah. I, like, I, I've played with The Witcher 3 on the Switch for all of probably 45 minutes, and it was pretty fucking bad. Um, dude, the Switch struggled to run the Assassin's Creed 3 remake. Or not, not even remake. It was a fucking remaster that didn't fucking do anything from the original title. So, like... It could barely run a game from 2012. It struggled with it struggles with fucking Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, people fucking praise the way it runs Doom 2016, and it runs surprisingly well. But the game still does struggle. Whether you want to fucking admit or believe that or not, the game still does fucking struggle. Um, I, I and it's I, also a vastly different version. Like mm-hmm. the shadows that come in, like the Doom 2016, are horrible mm-hmm. like the lighting in that game is absolutely horrible yeah, compared to the uh, compared to the console yeah um i i didn't even i didn't even attempt to pick up eternal on the switch because i was like i i don't even want to know like how bad that game is gonna run here i don't want to pay to find out yeah um so now i've heard i've heard good things about the control thing but control is the cloud version so yeah which is I, I don't know. I I'm I'm sure that Dying Light two being on the cloud version will be great. Um, Dying Light one is is a little bit of that's a little worrisome though. But yeah. Also, I it's one of those things you kind of just have to see. You kind of just have to wait till it comes out and see what people's experiences with it are. For sure. That's just kind of how the switch seems to work at this point in its life cycle with. You know, not a whole lot of new stuff coming to it, but just every game that's ever been made being ported to it. (laughs) Right. It's just a big old port machine. It really is. And, I mean, to some degree, I appreciate it. I appreciate that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, newer shit would be cool, too. I agree. At least Nintendo's not doing what they did like with, like, the first two years of its life cycle and everything they release being a Wii U port. At least they've kind of moved from that a little bit. Yeah. They've moved on to porting 3DS games, apparently. (laughs) Because nobody owned a fucking 3DS. Yeah. The Disney thing is just such a weird port, man. I know we're past that, but I'm still thinking about it. That's such a weird port. (laughs) Like, that is such an obscure title. That they were like, you know who, you know what Switch fans need? A Disney port. No, we don't. It's true. We didn't. We needed it, though. We needed it so bad. Um, following that announcement, we got to look at Triangle Strategy, which is still in development. Uh, but it's getting retooled based on the feedback from the community from the, the demo, which I think is kind of cool, but also... Uh, well, uh, I mean, okay, we'll get into this in just a second. It's set for a March 4th release date. Okay, so here I, I have two very big problems with this in particular. One of them is okay. the name, isn't it? One of them is the fucking name. <laughs> what is this name? Yeah. It does not describe what the game is at all. It is fucking stupid. It is horrible. Square Enix, listen to me. Stop doing this shit. Come up with better names. 
Oh my god, dude! I I I'm was fine with the name. Honestly, I don't have a problem. Oh, with it. I fucking hate it, dude! Like, and we were talking in the Discord the other day, and people like brought up the whole like, yeah, well, one of their games is called Final Fantasy. Well, yeah, Final Fantasy is a good name. Like it, I don't know. It kind of tells you what the like what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Like you're getting into a fantasy type game and it is the like final one quote unquote of, of its story. Cause each one is completely different. Right. Yeah, for sure. So like in, and yeah, maybe that's me being like a little bit of a, like an apologist or whatever. Cause I fucking love final fantasy, but like, like you had shit that square was putting out back in the nineties with like, Chrono Cross. That's a good name. Yeah. Fucking Vagrant Story. That's a good name. Uh, Xenogears. That's a good name. And like Triangle Strategy. <laughs> it's the most boring and like, ugh, I fucking hate it. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. It's the same thing they did with Octopath Traveler. It was originally called uh, Project Octopath Traveler. And they just dropped the project thing. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, dude? And Octopath Traveler is a little a little bit better, but not by fucking much. I like Octopath Traveler. I think that's I, a fine name. I like that. I uh, fucking hate it. <laughs> I, I also don't have an issue with Triangle Strategy. I think it's weird, but... Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is just a me being a crotchety old man thing. I, I, I think it is. Yeah. Well... <laughs> The the second thing is, all right, this is going to sound like me being a, an asshole, and I'm, I promise I'm not trying to be, but I think it is cool in a way to get your game or get some feedback from, from demos. Mm-hmm. So you put out, like, it's what they're doing, what they have done with the technical betas for Halo, right? They have come out and they were like, okay, so this is our, this is what we are ready to launch with. Test it. Tell us what works, what doesn't, you know, find bugs for us, whatever. And then they went back and they retooled it. And then they had another technical test. And then they went back and retooled it. And then they had their their newest one that just ended, I think. Okay. Cool. I got it. (laughs) My problem with this is this is a single player game and the feedback that they were getting uh, or one of the big pieces of feedback that they were getting was about the difficulty. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but what the actual fuck are you doing? You should not be using the uh, people who played your demo to make your game for you. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but that's fucking like that is an abdication of duty. You like, I don't know what the fuck. Like you balance the game. That's not my job. My job is to play the game once you've made it. You balance the fucking game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, I do like that they they uh, they pointed out some other things that they did, like 
you know, the some of the visuals were a little bit blurry in the demo, so they're working on that. Um, there was one other thing that I noticed that they had pointed out that I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, that's that's a good piece of feedback. But, the, like, the difficulty thing in particular really stuck out to me, and I was like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You are the game developer. Ugh. I don't want to. Yeah, we'll just move on because I don't want to fucking keep going. <laughs> the game looks fun. I'm excited. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm it. super fucking stoked for this game. Like it, it looks. It'll fun. there's probably, a demo, right? Is the demo still up? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to download that too. Uh, I'm relatively positive it's gonna end up uh, near the top of my game of the year list next year. Oh, for sure. It looks really good. So, um. Following that up, we got a new trailer f- uh, for Metroid Dread. Uh, just a ho- oh no, just ahead of its uh, October eighth launch. So we are almost exactly a week away. It's what like nine days, ten days mm-hmm. uh, from Metroid Dread. Um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, game looks real good. I I can't say I care. Really? Yeah, just not for me. I don't don't like side-scrolling platformers. Just not for me. Well, I mean, I guess you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> um, I, I, I said that to somebody the other day. I, I can't remember who it was. It, it was a like a it was one of my friends, and they got like personally attacked over it. They were like, oh. <laughs> Your gaming taste is fucking shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm sorry that I, I don't like a genre that's been around since the early 90s. I'm I'm sorry that I don't fucking care anymore. I liked, yeah, I liked 2D platformers when I was 10. I don't mm-hmm. like them as an adult. I mean, I guess that's totally fair. I, I don't know. I like Metroid, and mm-hmm. I like Metroidvanias. So, like, the f- fact that I'm getting a metroidvania that's actually metroid (laughs) Mm -hmm. is uh it's nice i just like and and i'm not saying that like not saying anything bad about people who still enjoy this this genre not at all if that's what you like that's what you like you know fucking more fucking power to you It, it like i i really enjoyed them as a kid and then i experienced other things and now I just don't have a taste for it anymore. Like, I just, I don't like them. I, I find them boring and repetitive. So this is just, I mean, if they, if they did, you know, if, if they announced fucking Metroid Prime 4 here, I would have been fucking stoked over that. Mm-hmm. But just this, this just wasn't, this just wasn't for me. It looks cool, but it's not for me. Yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, it's funny. I think we're on the exact opposite ends of the spectrum. I am not stoked for Metroid Prime Four, <laughs> but I'm I'm excited about this. But That's I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it is. It's only ten days away. So, oh shit, uh, yeah, it is. After that, we got an announcement that Nintendo Online would be getting an expansion to its online catalog with an additional tier to the online services. Uh, and that um, this expansion would feature N64 and Sega Genesis games. So this is probably the big thing, uh, the the first of the like real heavy hitters to um, come out of this thing. 
uh, because it's followed up by two more that I'm kind of excited about. Um, but yeah. So how do how I mean, what how do you feel about this? About the Nintendo sixty four and the Genesis editions. Mm-hmm. I could care less about the sixty four. It's cool for people who want it. That's rad. Whatever. I'll just just know that most of the games here have been available on multiple platforms for some fucking time. Um, the Genesis, though, I'm fucking stoked over. The Genesis was my very first console. It was a hand-me-down. The first two games I ever owned were Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I, I know I just shat on the 64 for the same fucking thing that the Genesis has. I mean, th- those two games in particular, I am 90% sure you can play on any console that you fucking own. Anything. You can buy them off the you can buy them on your phones for like five. I'm pretty sure they're free, but they have ads in them and you can pay like three dollars to have the ads fucking removed. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm like they, I'm pretty sure there is not a single console in your house that cannot that does not have these games available on it. Um but I don't know. I'm excited for it. I fucking love the Genesis. It's it's a very big nostalgia trip for me, and I will probably the the day this fucking launches, I will probably do nothing but run through every single fucking game available in the Genesis collection. Um, the 64 collection is cool. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been wanting Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask to be available on the Switch to some extent. Um, and here they are with Majora's Mask being added later. I don't think they gave like a like a general time frame on when those other editions will come. Um, but they did they did specifically mention Majora's Mask will be one of those additions, and uh, I think Pokemon Snap will be one of them as well. Um, I I the only game I kind of hope they had to this add to this is I would really like to see the Pokemon Stadium games thrown here because I have actually never played those because uh, I didn't own a sixty four as a kid and they were never ported to anything else. Um, so that would be super rad. I'd be down as fuck for that. Uh, but other than that, the 64, it's cool, but I, I'm not, I wasn't really too hyped about it. The controller thing they've got going with it is rad though. That's fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's something I was going to bring up here in just a second. Um, so, I, did you, well, okay, let me get my thoughts on this out first. <laughs> um, I am completely with you on the Genesis being the more exciting bit. Uh, because the the games that they have on the 64 online mm-hmm. are mostly games that I've played. Like, mo- most of these games I've either played and don't care about, or I've played and I love them, but I've played them a billion times. Like mm-hmm. Ocarina and Super Mario 64. Um, so, it's cool that these are going to be there. Uh, but also I, I, I kind of don't care to an extent. Um, now the Genesis though, the Genesis is interesting because I, it was also my first console. Uh, but not only is it going to be a nostalgia trip, but they have a really great list of games on there. So you've got Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, uh, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Echo the Dolphin, Fucking Castlevania Bloodlines and Fantasy Star 4 are 
all real great games. Mm-hmm, for um, sure. I remember Golden Axe barely. Uh, that might be one that I I don't remember like fondly enough to like have an opinion on, but um, I do remember Golden Axe. But the the majority of these games are, f- from what I remember playing, very very good. And it'll be very cool to go back and be able to play these on the Switch. Um, but the other thing you brought up was that they are launching uh, controllers for the N64 and the Genesis that you can pre-order through the uh, the Nintendo Store online. Um, I don't know why you would need these in particular, mm-hmm. uh, because controllers now have a lot more buttons than they had back then so it should be relatively easy to do everything that you need um but i mean i think that that's just uh, that's just a nostalgia cash grab honestly at the end of the day which i'm fine with it i I, low-key i'm probably gonna buy the genesis controller of course um (laughs) oh dude fuck yeah i am um complains about them milking things but then also drinks the milk um (sighs) But the, I, I, the thing that I want to know is I wonder how hard these will be to get. Yeah, that's that is definitely something with scalping I, being such a prevalent thing right now. Um, from what I remember, when they did the when they did those really fucking awkward uh, NES Joy Cons, weren't like didn't you have to be a Nintendo member to like even buy them on the website? Yeah, I think so. And I think you were only allowed one per account. So those are relatively easy. Those are still relatively easy to get a hold of from what I've heard. I, I don't know. I didn't care about them enough to try. Um, but I, I wonder how hard these will be to get. And I wonder if they'll be as prevalent, as as scalped as everything fucking else is right now. Yeah. Seeing as how there's nothing special about them. They're just a Bluetooth <clears throat> 64 Genesis controller. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. I, I think I, well, I don't know. And uh, another thing I would like to point out about them is, I don't know how that stuff works because I'm dumb, but mm-hmm. I think that this could potentially be a cool thing because it it's it is a Bluetooth controller. I'm sure that there is some way to get this to connect to your PC, and then you can play 64 ROMs with a with a with the right controller. That's cool to somebody, at least one person. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be full on Bluetooth, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because it's, it's yeah. Nintendo. I don't I don't I don't know how any of that shit works. I don't know if there's some kind of modding workaround that people do on it. I have no idea, but I'm, I'm sure someone's going to try it if they haven't already. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. This. This was probably the second biggest announcement um, mm-hmm. for me. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm stoked. Have Have they said anything about the um the pricing yet? What the pricing difference will be? Um, I haven't heard. I haven't seen anything definitive. Um, all the leaks and the all the leaks and shit that have come out about it that were saying. Basically, the leaks that 
talked about this before the director even dropped. Um, we're saying that it will be a two ninety nine increase, like like yearly. So it'll be like twenty three dollars a year, which that's I'm fine with that. I think that. I, like I saw you guys arguing in the Discord the other day, and I was about to say something, and then Justin was like, "Oh no, Austin's typing." So then I decided not to say anything. But um, uh, I I think Nintendo, honestly, regardless of what their servers are, because I I I know a lot of people complain about the servers. I haven't had any real issues with the servers except for. Uh, there, there was some fucking first-person shooter that's free to play on the Switch where the servers are just fucking terrible. And I don't remember what it is. Um, but I only play Smash Online, and I have very little issues with Smash Online. I have issues every now and then, but not too often for me to shit on it. But regardless of those issues, Nintendo's subscription service really does give, in my opinion, give you the best value for your money outside of Game Pass. Um... Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, <laughs> but I I will say this for twenty dollars it's or twenty dollars a year it's yeah, not like, something on, that I that's like, like that's like what my twenty three dollars averaged out by month is like still less than four dollars a month. Yeah, oh, so. it's at twenty three it'll be just under two dollars a month, right? I mean, yeah, it's one ninety it's uh, one ninety one a month. Yeah. So, so that's literally fucking pocket change. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, next thing, Castlevania Advanced Collection was announced and is coming to the Switch. This is fucking awesome. Um, I have only played two of these games. Uh, I played Circle of the Moon and Aria of Sorrow. Um, I have not played Harmony of Dissonance, which I've actually heard is probably the best one of this trilogy um yeah i'm fucking excited about this because this is old school castlevania and castlevania or old school castlevania is good Mm -hmm. um very good do you have any thoughts on this um i that's I've never played them, um, but I am excited to play them. I think that that's really cool. I know that these games are... um, I know that this is something that people have been asking for uh, to make an appearance on the Switch for a very long time. So that's fucking awesome that Castlevania fans finally got it. Um, I have only ever played one Castlevania game in my life, and it was on the Game Boy Advance. Don't remember what the fuck the name was, but goddamn was it cool. So yeah. I will be buying this and trying it. Very cool. Um, all right. The next thing was Act Razor Renaissance. Um, and this is a remake of an NES game. And it is a complete remake, not just a, a revamp. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really cool because Act Razor is one of those games that uh, does not get um, like a whole lot of love. Uh, but it's super interesting. I've actually never played it. I've only ever heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched a couple of videos, but so it's a side scrolling, like platformer mixed with like a sort of Sim city type, like city building game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
it's fucking strange considering the, so the original one came out in like 1990 um what a fucking weird game like yeah it was a weird choice i don't know what like these how these two were supposed to match up uh, or mash up but like i don't know man this is fucking cool man i'm so for this especially if it's uh you know, a sort of like, um, like Spyro the Dragon type remake where they kind of just like update the visuals and leave the gameplay there with like some minor tweaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the idea of a side scroller mixed with a SimCity type game is just a fucking weird and cool. I don't know yep. any other way to describe it. I'm, it, it looks interesting for sure. Um, I don't know if it's something that I'm necessarily uh, too interested in, but looks cool. I'll give it a shot for a good price. Not sixty bucks though. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I hope it isn't sixty bucks. That'll be fucking annoying. But I feel like Nintendo was learning. But then again, every time I feel like that, they show me that they're not. Right. So who knows? Um. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the next thing was like a a little kind of. Uh, announcement for Deltarune Chapter 2 that was coming as a free update to Deltarune Chapter 1, obviously, uh, that was available later that day. Um, and it was kind of immediately followed up by a sizzle reel of smaller games uh, with, like, some indie games thrown in there and stuff like that, all of which were coming within the next, I think it was, like, six months. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, nothing about that. This part stuck out to me at all. Yeah, so uh, we can we can. There's so on. many things about this direct that we were both just like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because like <laughs> we were kind of excited, uh, and and Dylan was like, yeah, I thought it was shit. Um, <laughs> That's why he's not here today. Yeah, and and I, I look back at it now, and I'm like, or I went through and I was looking back at it now, and I was like, well, really, there's only like maybe like four or five things that they showed that I was like. Yeah, but those four or five things that they showed, I was like, fuck, yeah. Yeah, I, I was, like, massively stoked for it. Yeah, so... Um, anyway, then... God damn it. The most we talked look, about part? Yeah, we, we got to look at Miyamoto and Illumination Entertainment's Mario animated film that is set to release in the holiday season of next year. Um, oh boy, boy, oh. oh boy, is is correct. Uh, I have so many fucking questions. <laughs> I want to know how Seth Rogen became a part of this. I have so many fucking questions. Mm-hmm. Um, like, first of all, why are you creating an animated movie with Illumination Entertainment? And like this, this was one that I had like I had that question when it was first announced. Um, but what's wrong with Illumination Entertainment? Why aren't they just doing it themselves? I mean, also that that's uh, a fair like, counterpoint. Because, like, let me let me put it this way. All right, Nintendo makes games, right? But mm. part of game dev involves animation, and they're really good at it. Yeah. Why would you not just do it yourself? 
Yeah. So a fair point. And, and I mean, to be fair, it's like an external cost. They would have to take away from game development. Like I know why they're doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, you're handing this to an outside source and you don't necessarily have the final say, right? Like you get licensing, but like the movie is like, you don't get full, like creative creative control. Yeah, exactly. Like where illumination does. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand why, why you would do that. Um, but then the second, I mean, the second big thing is what the fuck is up with this casting? (laughs) Fucking Jack Black as Bowser. Like, it's gonna be what, so funny. What the fuck is up with this casting, dude? Like, why, 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 why the, why the A-list Hollywood actor? Like, why, why not just the voices of the people that's been playing them for years? Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. You would think that choice. they would have done that, right? Because here's the thing: kids play Mario games. Yeah. They know those voices. Like, what? they're going to go into this movie and be like, why does this guy sound like Star-Lord? Yeah. What the fuck's n- happening here? No kid is fucking sitting there knowing who the fuck Chris Pratt is and being like, I want to see a Mario movie because Chris Pratt's in it. No, yeah, they literally. don't fucking care. No, not at all. Like, this, this to me, the casting is one of those things that is like. It almost aimed- feels like a meme. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. I mean, it, it straight up is a meme. <laughs> but like, I like, I just this is one of those things that is aimed towards the adults. But like, what adult is excited about the fucking Mario Brothers movie? Yeah, I. I just I I don't understand. I am so baffled by everything around this. Yeah, I the the only casting. Like the only casting choice here that I saw and was like, "Oh, that could be cool." Was was honestly Jack Black as Bowser. I mean, like that could be rad, but it could also be really fucking stupid at the same time. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like Jack Black is so highly like animated already. Like yeah. he's so like manic mm-hmm. that I feel like that clashes with bowser as a character yeah for sure i feel like jack black actually weirdly would have worked for toad yeah but and i feel the same way maybe about even donkey kong honestly yeah maybe maybe even donkey kong uh but like i feel like you have the same problem with uh charlie day is luigi luigi is not I, I I don't know, man. I feel like Yeah, the, the these were just, some just weird fucking choices. Like I'm not even like I'm not even baffled about the fact that it is a bunch of A-list Hollywood actors. I'm I'm baffled about the fact of who those actors are. That's what's yeah. getting me the most. Like I I I I've already joked about it like probably four times this episode. But like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, who who greenlit that? Who thought that that was that was fine? I want to know yeah. who heard that idea and was like, "This is gonna be fucking perfect." And then fucking Keegan Michael Key is fucking Toad. 
What? Doesn't make any yeah. sense. I don't even like. I, I, this this might just show how dumb I am, but I've never even heard of the actress that's playing Peach. Honestly. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Anya Taylor Joy is great. Uh, um, Madison said she she thinks she's a really good actress, but I, I've never yeah, heard she, of her. She's a fantastic actress. Um, what has she been in? Uh, she was in The Witch. She was in Queen's Gambit. She was in uh, what was the M Night Shyamalan movie? Uh, there, uh, God, split. There we go. Yeah, I've never seen uh, any of those. Oh, she, yeah, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's she's very good, very good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I. <laughs> this might be cool for some people, like maybe kids. Like I'm sure Josie is gonna be is gonna fucking adore that movie. Um, I, I, I the team behind it is the same team behind the Despicable Me and the Minion movies and. You can fucking say what you want about those, but fuck you. Those are great movies. I've never seen the Minions, but the Despicable Me, Despicable Me movies are fucking awesome. I love those. Um, so I don't know. This this movie might surprise me, but the the cast is just odd. It just doesn't really sit right. Yeah. Um, well, I I mean, I can't pass judgment. We'll just have to see. Yeah. But I I will say this. It, doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> no, no, it does not. So, no, it does not. All right. Uh, the next thing, uh, these are the last two announcements, and these were probably the two I would argue biggest announcements. Um, outside of that, uh, Nintendo Online thing, um, we got our first gameplay look at Splatoon 3. Uh, mm -hmm. following up the baffling Mario movie. Um, this was not the first look at Splatoon 3. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, we got our first look at the at the end of the June Direct. Okay, yeah. That was when it was announced, but they really didn't show anything. Okay, okay. It, honestly, it might have been earlier than that. Uh, well, it totally is possible um that that is the case because I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to the the last announcement yeah um yeah i i like the hell out of splatoon i think these games are stupid fun and i am excited to play another one yeah oh, yeah a lot of people shit on them for being you know a, a childish cartoony shooter but like fuck you they're fun they're they're a great fucking time yeah uh and this one this one um, seems like it'll have more of like an actual story mode. That's yeah, which which is super cool considering the first one had that to, at least to an extent, and the second one didn't at all. I thought um, the second one had some kind of like loosely mission based story. Did it? I, I think I think that it did, but it I wasn't don't remember that because I remember Madison playing the fuck out of it. Maybe I just played the multiplayer <laughs> the Probably. entire time. I know I just played the multiplayer. Um, yeah, okay, well, I mean, maybe I'll have to go back to Splatoon 2 and, and hey. see. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, this looks cool. It got a, um, uh, 2022 release window, right? Yeah. Um, so it'll be coming out sometime next year. Didn't say when exactly, but, um, yeah, I, this Splatoon is fun, and this one looks like more fun 
Yeah, for sure. Looks great. So, um, and then following that up was the big one for me. We got an extended look at Bayonetta 3. Um, Bayonetta 3 was announced in 2017, I want to say. Yeah. Um, and we had not heard fucking shit about it yep. um, for a very long time. But the Bayonetta games are absolutely fucking awesome. They are fun as hell. Uh, and this one looks to be like more of the same again. So I am really excited about this. The only thing that has me a little bit worried is the fact that it too had a nebulous 2022 date. So even that, like they don't know when it's coming. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, this is one of those games that like, like you said, this game was announced in 2017, right? Like, this is a very hype title that there is there is a lot of fucking people really, really stoked for this game. Um, I'm, I'm mildly excited for it. Uh, I, I have only played probably, like, the first... I, I probably played, like, 75% of the way through of the first Bayonetta title. I never played Bayonetta 2. Um, again, cause I never finished the first one. Uh, and, and I'll probably go back and finish those soon now that, you know, we're getting closer to Bayonetta 3, but, um, I, so when I watched the direct on my phone, I thought that the graphics here looked great. Oh yeah. When I watched them on my TV, I did not, I did oh. not think it was all that good. And now uh, that, uh, I, the problem with with these directs and the way that they're streamed is it really fucking depends on whose stream you watch. Like, IGN notoriously just has the shittiest, choppiest fucking quality for Nintendo directs. And I don't fucking understand it, but, like, they're borderline unwatchable. Um, and so it could have just been the quality of the stream that I was watching that made it look not so good. Mm-hmm. But, like, it... It just kind of like it looked like a 360 game to me. Like it, the character models didn't look great, the environment didn't look great. I, so I don't know. Maybe I'm in the minority in that, but I, it's cool for somebody. I'm like I said, I'm mildly excited for it. I'm glad that that big Bayonetta fans are finally getting something because like they they haven't said shit about it since 2017, right? Like not a word. Yeah, well, I think they may have dropped hints here and there, but, like, it has been very quiet. Yeah, because it's a similar situation with uh, uh, Metroid Prime 4. Like, Metroid Prime has gotten no development update since it was announced. And then up until the—I'm pretty sure up until the beginning of this year, because uh, Shin Megami 5 was announced in 2017. It was announced pretty shortly after the Switch came out. And there was no word about that game until this year either. So, I I don't know. I, I was hoping for Metroid Prime 4 in this just to see if they would say anything because I hope for that at the beginning of every Direct. But, yeah. alas, it was not here. Um, but I'm glad Bayonetta fans finally are getting some form of like, hey, hey, we haven't forgotten about you. It's coming. We promise. Here's a little sprinkle. Now shut yeah. the fuck up for another year. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, so th- I, that brings us to what I think is probably like the the most interesting chunk of this is um, 
how Nintendo looks for the next, you know, six to 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a stacked looking lineup. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you consider that, well, so we have to assume, right, that uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is coming. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say that that's probably going to be their biggest title of the year. Mm. But you also have Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, kicking off the year, right? It's like February? Uh, January 28th. Oh, Jan- oh, basically February. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but so, so you have that, and it's the first real open world Pokemon game. So that's going to be huge. Like people are going to be fucking eating that shit up. Right. Uh, we have probably not too far after that. I, I, let's see. Spring is March, April and May. So I would expect that obviously the March title will be uh triangle strategy. That's going to be a big seller yeah. or at least a, 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 successful seller may not be big but you know um and then i would assume probably may we're looking at kirby and the forgotten land which again is open world 3d kirby game which is something that like you don't ever see right yeah uh then we know for a fact that uh monster hunter is getting its expansion we know for a fact that uh, Mario plus Rabbits uh, is coming. We know for a fact that Splatoon 3 and Bayonetta 3 are coming. Uh, we, we don't know when, you know, but presumably they're, they're coming, I would assume, before the fall because I have to assume, I have to assume that um, the Breath of the Wild 2 would be a fall game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. That'll probably but, be their holiday title. Yeah, that that's that's what my thought is. So, I mean, fuck, dude. Yeah. Their their next six to twelve months are stacked. Yeah, it it, it looks, and then even uh, even with the rest of the year, we still have um, we still have the Gen Four remakes coming. In November. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about the stuff that's coming for the rest of the year. Yeah, you've got uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm pretty sure that's the names, unless I got those mixed up. Uh, coming. I think that's right. November 19th, and then the week before, uh, which is the title that I'm arguably more excited uh, for, uh, on November 13th, we're finally getting Shin Megami 5. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure sh- there there's a big title coming in December for the Switch. I don't remember what it is, but I feel like there's a big title coming in December that I just can't think of. Uh, um, let me see. But the rest of their year looks looks relatively good, and next year's looking to sh- like not not even just Nintendo, but like all across the board, dude. Next year is looking really good. Yeah, I mean. Like, there are some For great sure. fucking games that are going to be coming next year. Because I, I personally, I know you said you enjoyed it uh, when we talked about it in the group chat. This year, personally, for me, has been pretty abysmal so far. Um, like, I, dude, the only th- the three the only three games from this year I bought were 
Ratchet and Clank, Persona 5 Strikers, and Monster Hunter Rise. And that's literally it. Hmm. So, uh, hopefully next year will be a lot fucking better. Because this year just wasn't it for me. Yeah. I know you were loving all the all the smaller titles that came out this year, right? Yeah, and I also... Uh, well, I don't know. I also feel like a lot of the bigger titles that have come out are like... Like stuff like uh, Ratchet and Clank, which you know we'll talk about on the next episode with Dylan back. But uh, Ratchet and Clank is great. Um, Fantastic uh, game. I haven't played Deathloop yet, but I, I have to assume that it's good. Like it's getting nothing but great reviews. You know, um, yeah, I've only seen one. I've only seen one content creator talk negatively about that game so far. Mm. So you know. There's that you have. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure how big of a uh, game this is, but um, it. What am I fucking trying to say? Um, it still was like a a big AAA thing. Was you know, Bravely Default two. Uh, I I actually went back and started playing that again on my flight down to Orlando, mm. um, and the game's really fucking good. Oh. Um, uh, Hitman three was really good. Like, I mean, resident evil eight. I just, I, I know that like when, when we look back at like other years in gaming, there are definitely, um, like better years. Like, Mm. you, you know, you looked at like 2007 or like, um, I think 2014 was another one. Uh, that sure. was like exceptional, but like you look back to these other years and those game, those years are fucking absolutely stacked, mm-hmm. like just insane amount of great, good, uh, like very, very good games. Um, and this one may not live up to that, but I don't feel like this year has been as bad as everyone claims that it has been. Yeah. And I, I, I want to preface by saying that the, I would probably like this year a lot more had I have tried more of the games that have released this year. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, like Ratchet and Clank took me by surprise. I fucking I adore that game. I, I'm I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure my, uh, my game of the year is going to be tied between Ratchet and Clank and Shin Megami Five. Um, mm-hmm. Just whichever one blows me away more. Um, and I like I still need to get to Resident Evil Eight. Uh, I'll get to Deathloop fucking eventually, probably sometime next year, honestly, the way the mm-hmm. rest of this year is working out for me. Um, so I, I know that a lot of me not liking this year it has been me not experiencing what's available this year. And I, I it, it's more me. I'm like, I'm not necessarily saying, oh, every game that's fucking come out this year is shit. No, I, I haven't played most. Like I said, I've literally bought three brand new games this year. So... I just have to try more shit. But we'll, yeah. Maybe I'll get to those. Probably not, though. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> um, but with that being said, though, are there is there anything that I just off the top of my head? I just you can cut this out if you want to. I just thought it would be a cool question to round it off with. Is there anything that you want to see on the switch in particular? Uh, uh I mean, like, like, uh, do you mean like from like? Like, is there are there any specific ports that you would like to see kind of with some like revived with a new breath of life onto the console or anything like that? Uh, I think it would be nice to get 
bravely default and bravely second on here mm-hmm. uh, just because those are stranded on the 3ds right now sure. um but no not really uh like those those stand out to me because i really enjoy those games mm-hmm. but most of the stuff that is on the 3ds or the wii u has either already come or um not worth being ported exactly exactly for sure and the other games that would be you know potential ports or whatever i like would like for in in the instance of like doom and stuff like that i would just rather play them on my xbox or my ps5 (laughs) so like for sure i don't i don't need that um yeah yeah Uh, for me personally and I know that this is beating a fucking dead horse at this point. Um, I'm really, I'm really fucking hoping that Shin Megami five sells really well. And that shows Atlas that they do have a player base on the switch. Mm-hmm. Um, because Shin Megami three did, uh, in Shin Megami's launch week, which, uh, were really the Japanese launch week. Um, cause it released in October of last year in Japan, but then released May this year everywhere else. Um, it sold it, worldwide sales are are much much fucking higher on the Switch than they are on any other platform that that game released on. Um, mm-hmm. In Japan, Switch sales were I think it was it was I just looked it up. It was over a hundred thousand units on launch day in Japan, mm-hmm. and that's 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 pretty big number for for Atlas for launch week on the Switch. So I'm I'm really hoping that Shin Megami Five sells really well, and that kind of opens the door for them to say, hey, like maybe we should port other Shin Megami games onto the console, or maybe we should port some more Persona games onto the console, because like we we have Persona Five Strikers that came out this year for the Switch, but like for people who don't own a PS4, this and for whatever fucking reason picked up that game. That is their first experience into that world that is very, very much so a sequel to Persona 5. And so I just think it's kind of weird that they haven't done that already. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's that's what I want to see for the console over the next year. I would really like to see Atlas putting some more attention on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, yeah, that, uh, I mean, that wraps up this topic pretty well. Um, About it. So, as always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Bob, Honey Picks, and the Culture Bob family of content. Um, I've been saying this for a while, and I'm about to, I'm about to do it. I'm about to go ahead and close these things out. Um, So, I'm not going to say them this time. Um, Hunting Pixels, uh, Twitter and Instagram will be rolled into the culture bop, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Mm. So go follow us over there. Twitter, uh, is at culture underscore bop on Instagram at culture underscore bop. Uh, I'm also getting rid of the Facebook, uh, just, just too much, yeah. too much. Uh, and then YouTube, uh, search up culture bop, uh, go ahead and, uh, check out the videos that are already there. Um, we will be getting more. Uh, I know that um, Dylan has been talking about restarting a Let's Play series so we can get those up over there. I have the uh, video that I'm currently working on 
um, very close to being finished, uh, and it'll be up. And then uh, I'm actually going to immediately start on my my next video. Uh, I have boy. also i I have been writing a uh, a script up for oh. for, for a video. Um, All right, it's my first time trying anything like that. But uh, I I am writing a script on a uh, uh, Evangelion look back with the new movie and that whole thing. Sexy. So that'll be done soon, maybe. I don't know. Very it's cool. It's stressing me out while I'm writing it because I was like, fuck, I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah, that's me literally every day of my life. So Honestly, same. Every time I open my fucking mouth. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, go follow that stuff over there. Um, uh, I am on Twitter at the Bebop Man 182, on Instagram at Bebop Man 182, and on Twitch at the underscore Bebop Man. Uh, Dylan is available on Twitter at OMDizzyTV, on Instagram at OMDizzy, on Twitch at OMDizzy, and on the YouTubes at OMDizzy. Uh, Austin he is available on Twitter at Big Papa Place, on Instagram at Big Papa Stevens underscore, or at Big Papa Place. He is on Twitch at Big Papa Place, and is on Instagram at Big Papa Plays. And finally, if you're looking to support the podcast or any of the endeavors that we're undertaking as Culture Bop, then go to patreon.com slash culturebop and toss us a pledge. We are offering some very cool perks. Uh, such as getting your questions and comments, uh, you know, read on the air, which actually, now that I think about that, let me take a look because I threw up a thread yesterday, um, and I did not look at it. (laughs) Uh, okay. So here we go. Uh, comment from Justin Ruiz. Uh, said huge amount of games that came through. Does everyone have a favorite or most anticipated title? Uh, I don't know if we talked about that or not, but yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, mine would probably be Bayonetta three. If I'm being honest, uh, either that or the, um, uh, uh, Castlevania advance collection. Yeah. Cause those games are fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I, if I had to say anything, it would definitely be Bayonetta three. Um, cause I love Bayonetta. There we go. Uh, what about you? Um, for me, it's honestly probably Splatoon three or triangle strategy or honestly, Oh fuck. Yeah. Triangle voice strategy. of cards. I'm, I'm really, really yeah, dude, I, I'm super into shit like that. I, I I honestly think I'm about to sit down and have a real good fucking time with this demo. Um, I'm pretty stoked for that. I think that game is going to be really fun. Well, very cool. Um, I, I think that's going to be a good smoke sesh game. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> uh then we had another comment. Um, do you see the big push for new titles as a reason for upgrading to the Switch OLED? Or is there any title in particular that would have you looking to do the upgrade? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. No, not at all. Um, uh, comparing Solely just comparing the, the specs between the OLED 
and the uh, second revision uh, model of the Switch that launched along that like kind of secretly launched along quote unquote uh, alongside with the Switch Lite. Um, unless you only play in handheld mode, like that is the only time you touch your Switch, it is not fucking worth buying the OLED model because that is the o- the only things that are different is it has double the internal storage and it has a better screen. That's it. That's literally it. The battery life is just as fucking terrible as it always has been. So un- unless you play only play in handheld, and, and even then, dude, it's not going to make that much of a fucking difference. It's really not. So I I don't, I no, I don't think it's worth it at all. Unless you're like a Nintendo purist and you want it just because it's another version of the Switch or you want the all white, sure, fucking go for it. Just know that you can swap out all the fucking shells for much cheaper than buying the fucking OLED model. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Literally everything you said. Um, Shell swapping is an, is an extremely easy thing to do. There are millions of tutorials on how to do it on YouTube. It's not fucking hard. I, I like if because like that's one of the things I've seen people say about the OLED model is like, oh, I'm I'm just buying it because it's all white and I like it and it looks clean. Like, okay, that's fine, but that's a stupid fucking reason to spend $350. Not when you can just buy all the shells for 20 bucks and swap them out. Yeah. So, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um... Well, the last the last comment we had uh, was with the more powerful switch. Do you think that third party publishers will start to port or create new games for the more powerful system? Um, is the OLED more powerful? No, it has okay. the exact same specifications. Okay, so then yeah, uh, the answer is no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. That's I, a I topic. I hope like a motherfucker that Nintendo gets their shit together and gives us a new switch with, you know, updated, uh, whatever, like the fucking, um, words, words <laughs> that I can't think of switch like yeah. with, uh, with the four K with the four K with the 60 frames, you know, all of that jazz. But yeah, Will we get it? Uh, probably, probably not. not. We'll probably get a whole new console like four years later. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's the comments we got for this episode. Uh, and like I said, that is one of the perks. If you go over there and just toss us two bucks, a, uh, two bucks a month, you can get your questions and comments read on the air. If I remember to do them. So, uh, I need to get better about that, but, um, not only that you get three days early access to the podcast and two days early access to videos. Um, and pretty soon I'm excited to announce that there will be a, uh, podcast that is coming, a new podcast is coming. So, uh, you know, more stuff, more stuff is coming. Go give us money, please. (laughs) Please, we're begging you. We hate our lives. Um, but yeah, uh, once we start hitting our goals, even more content's going to be on the way. It'll give me time to, uh, you know, 
push out more videos, hopefully, um, more than probably the one every month to month and a half, um, that I think that I'll be able to hit, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it for us over here. Austin, do you have anything else to, to say? Nope. Cool. No, not a word. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.